Hello, happy people, and welcome back to another episode of 65 and Counting. I'm your host, Adam Fry. I'm a certified Medicare planner, and I'm here to ask the important questions that you want answered by industry professionals. This show is for everyone and anyone coming up on that important milestone of 65 years old. That means retirement, it means Medicare eligibility, or it means that you're just plain interested in the world of retirement planning. Whatever it is, on this show, you'll hear from the people that know it best. And welcome back. I'm sure that some of you are fasting for Yom Kippur today, and I wanna wish you a very easy fast. David Edge is coming back on the show today to bring October's newsletter to life. I can't wait for you all to hear what we've got in this month's newsletter, but first, October workshops start next week in person in Las Vegas and online for everywhere in the United States. Come watch our certified Medicare planners bring Medicare information to life for free. If you've already been to a workshop, tell your friends who may need a little help navigating the world of Medicare. For a complete schedule, visit www.123easymedicare.com or just call our office at 602-281-3898. I'll include all that information in the description of the episode. Also, AEP, or the annual election period, is just a couple weeks away. That means that it's time to review your plan for 2021. We've made the process very simple. You've probably already got your email asking for updated information so we can run the research and find the most appropriate plan for next year. If you haven't and you're a current client, call us now so that we can send it to you. And if you're not a current client, what are you waiting for? Call now so we can take a look and make sure you're all set for 2021. Okay, enough of that. Let's get to that newsletter. Here he is, everyone. It's David Edge. Well, hi, folks. It's David Edge. And now we're going to read October of 2020's version of the American Retirement Advisor, Volume 20, Issue 10. On the front page, our message from David P. Schaefer. Boo. Boo hoo. I do not know, and that is the problem. Who can you trust these days? What sources do we have to make good decisions? Again, I say boo. And who and the CDC cannot agree? The president may know something we do not know, but he is not an epidologist, and neither are the leaders of the House and Senate. The news still operates under if it bleeds, it leads, so it's not their, not in their best interest to dig too deep into a story. I'm frustrated, aren't you? Mask on, mask off. Well, at least the gloves are not a thing anymore. That was a weird one for sure. I have to say, we've been eating out much more and often. Sitting outside only. Gotta be safe, you know. The shelves in the stores, big and small, appear to be fully stocked. My wife's favorite toilet paper is available and no longer rationed. Boy, that's a relief. Hmm. We meet with folks every day. Yes, still virtually, either choosing to retire early or losing their jobs. I wish I could wave a magic wand and return us to the euphoria of December of 2019. The market was fine, and unemployment was at the lowest in American history. The economy was booming. Folks were simply happy. I truly feel for those whose jobs have evaporated, for those whose hours were cut, for those who took early retirement to avoid catching something we cannot see or touch. It's just awful. 
We at American Retirement Advisors are so blessed to be insulated from this mess. We are so fortunate to be able to help folks throughout our great country. We even hired new employees during this period. So, boo. I guess I can wear my mask for Halloween when we dress up in the office. I'll be a doctor. Yep, that'll work. October Treats by David Edge. I have fun memories of trick-or-treating with my two brothers at an early age. We received all kinds of homemade treats back in the day before people were afraid to eat a homemade treat. You know, popcorn balls, homemade fudge and cookies, cupcakes, sticks of sassafras or peppermint. If it was a cold Halloween night, some folks even served hot apple cider or hot chocolate. We didn't get much store-bought candy. Visiting each home was more of a visit to friends and neighbors and lasted 5, 10, or even 20 minutes to enjoy each visit. Nowadays, everything must be in a protective wrapper and moms and dads are reviewing the candy haul in their kids' bags to make sure everything looks okay before allowing anyone to eat anything. Still, many folks are planning on trick-or-treating, even with all this virus scare. So, sounds good, but let's take a few precautions. If you're the one handing out the treats at your door, consider using some tongs or wear a glove to pass out the goodies so that you're not touching the candy you hand out. Wear a mask at the door, maybe even a scary one. <laughs> if, you're the, <clears throat> if you're the parent, it is almost impossible to keep the kids from eating a bite or two before they get home. But the virus can't exist on a surface for more than 72 hours, so the experts say. Consider just keeping the bag of goodies out of the reach for a few days before letting little Johnny or Jill uh, partake of the uh, sugary morsels. Also avoid outings with large groups of kids or parents. Keep the group size small to just three or four kids with parents. It would also be advisable to bring along a bottle of hand sanitizer and spray the kids' hands often as uh, who knows what they might touch. One last thing, don't overdo the mask thing, especially if your kid's going to wear a Halloween, a Halloween mask. Remember, your kid has to breathe. So if you're making them wear an N95 mask, make sure the Halloween mask isn't overdoing it. Happy Halloween. Why am I me? The unexpected. You fibber. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Now wouldn't it be funny to see the politicians as they are constantly lying about one thing or another to have their pants catch on fire when they lie? These days that would probably be a full-time job for a fireman at the congressional building. A comedian said on TV, if their lips are moving, they're lying. It seems we can't pick up a newspaper or watch the news without it being all about an opinion. What happened to the actual reporting? How can we each react to what now <clears throat> how we each react to what we read, see, and hear, it makes you you. I constantly see articles written by folks and hear reporters on TV or the radio using outdated facts and information to make a point. The latest one that a real reporter was trying to make a point was that Social Security Fund is going to be bankrupt by 2034. Not true. Changes made to move the full retirement age by a few months for people born after 1955 made the fund viable for years beyond 2034. But it was just too convenient or the reporter was just too lazy to perform a little research for more up-to-date facts. Their passion and plea and emotions were far more important than to give the real basic facts. Same thing with Medicare and funding. Folks, there are over 63 million people on Medicare and they each pay the minimum Part B premium of $144.60 a month into the Medicare fund. Let's do the math. 
63 million times 144.60 a month equals over 9 billion being paid into the Medicare fund each month. Now add this number to the payroll taxes of working folks also paying into both Social Security and Medicare programs. Do you remember the last time you were lied to? What was your reaction? Too many times we just let it slide and vow to never do anything with that person again. But in many cases, time heals all wounds and we find ourselves going back to them and giving them a second chance. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Hmm. Do you know that saying goes all the way back to 1651 by author Anthony Weldon? Apparently, fibbing has been around since biblical times, although lying is not one of the original Ten Commandments, but some would argue that bearing false witness against your neighbor comes pretty close. So, do you remember the first time you were fibbed to? How about recently? Whatever your reaction, it makes you, you. Financial Tip of the Month by Mark Fry. Well, I'm getting excited for the weather to cool down soon. I'm a little apprehensive, though, as we get closer to the election. Regardless of who gets in, there will be turmoil in the market. I've discussed the strategies that we will implement as we get closer. Our portfolio management team here is proactive. In my 33 years as a financial planner, I've seen way too many advisors that are reactive and make moves after a paradigm shift in the market. When you can see things coming, why not try to get ahead of it? We plan on shifting assets to a more conservative position in advance of the election and take advantage of the direction of the market takes post-election. This is not a decision based on politics, but one based on change caused by events. Democrat or Republican is irrelevant. The decisions are made based on policies that can and will affect the market. We always have around 50% of clients' portfolios and strategies that can take advantage of good markets without having any risk of loss in a declining market. Remember, 99% of our clientele are 64 years of age and older. We cannot afford to lose, so we always manage with this in mind. When using a financial advisor, we believe that you should always use advisors who are fiduciaries. What this means is that they have an obligation to act in the best interest of the client. When one person does agree to act for another in a fiduciary relationship, the law forbids the fiduciary from acting in any manner adverse or contrary to the interest of the client, or from acting for his own benefit in relation to the subject matter. Some advisors claim to be a fiduciary, but by definition, they may fall short. Some questions that I have are, do you use proprietary products? Proprietary products usually pay a representative a higher compensation than third-party products. Does your company only offer your company's products? I have seen firsthand things that management forces their brokers to do. I have been in offices and heard branch managers offer bonuses if they sold certain funds or stocks, or even requiring brokers to add specific funds or stocks to all portfolios. In short, whether you're managing your own portfolio or have an advisor, please make sure that they are bracing for, an for a possible impact of known events that are about to happen. Unlike the black swan event of COVID-19, we can prepare for this one. And please make sure that you have a true fiduciary working for you. Medicare at work. Making Medicare guidance and transition one, two, three easy at work by Laura Lee Drummond. 
October probably conjures up thoughts of costumes, scary stories, and memories of bonfires and hayrides for many folks. Some of my favorite memories are from back in the Midwest where corn mazes were plentiful and getting scared and lost in them was strangely fun. Speaking of mazes, Medicare can be scary for folks to navigate because it can be a complex maze of options and deadlines. I came across a success story from a few years back where our advisor was able to resolve fear about enrollment dates and penalties for a client. Disability created nuances our client's HR's team were not qualified to guide on. We uncovered some opportunities for him and even got him a refund for penalties that Medicare erroneously imposed. Certified Medicare planners know the questions to ask to uncover opportunities and help alleviate fear in making decisions. Folks working past age 65, planning to retire, or even going on disability create the perfect time to consult a certified Medicare planner. HR teams are not expected nor licensed to provide the guidance we are trained to manage, especially in unique circumstances. HR professionals already manage so many other important work-related roles. So we're happy to provide compliant partnership to help transition employees to Medicare because we specialize in it. If you know of a company that would like to have a trusted team to refer to for Medicare answers rather than just a government website, let us know who to contact or pass our information along to them. Making Medicare at Work 123 Easy. The Success Story of the Month by David Edge. No, mine's better. This is a tale of two brothers. We have these two brothers who are both clients of ours. Now being brothers, they've always been extremely competitive even when it comes to selecting their Medicare medical care. Barry always claims he made the smarter choice with his Medicare Advantage plan and his brother Larry, yeah I know, Barry, Larry, they rhyme, has always felt he made the superior decision with a Medigap and a Part D to go with his original Medicare. It seemed that every family get-together would eventually have these two reviewing and discussing which had the better medical plan. Truth is, they're both correct. Barry hardly ever goes to the doctor and is the epitome of health. He feels he made the right choice because his Medicare Advantage plan has no monthly premium and no deductible. It also included his Part D drug plan. It was free to see his primary care doctor and even his labs, x-rays, and diagnostics were free. He even gets dental services and vision coverage for his glasses. In addition, all the hospitals he wanted were in his network. I don't pay anything unless I have a copay for a medical service. I'm saving lots of money each year because I don't have any premiums, he crowed. Not to be outdone, Larry fires right back, and even though he pays a monthly premium for his Medicare Medigap and Part D drug plan, he can go to any doctor, any hospital with no referrals, and has no medical copays except for his prescription medications. I, may, I, might pay a little, I might pay a little more than you every month, but the benefits I get are better than yours, he claims. Point is, neither brother is wrong. When selecting a Medicare health plan, the choice is yours. There are pros and cons to each plan type. When selecting the most appropriate plan for you, what is important is that you are educated about the differences in the plans and which insurance carrier is the correct one for you. Remember, it's the plan, not the brand. Not sure you're, you're selecting the correct plan for you, or maybe you're already on a plan and just want to shop around and compare? Make sure that whoever assists you in selecting plans has access to all the plans in your geographic area. Remember, knowledge is power. Call us. We can help. Ready to fight off the next virus. 
by Sharon Colbert Groves. We've all seen plenty of TV shows talking about unique herbs and exotic concoctions to help with your immune system. While there is no magic pill, a stronger immune system isn't important just for the current pandemic. It helps fight diseases as well as the common cold or flu. Start with a visit to your doctor. You may also want to check your vitamin D levels. A supplement may be ordered by your doctor if the levels are low. Here are five steps you can take. Number one, eat more orange foods like sweet potatoes and carrots. The beta carotene is converted into vitamin A which protects against infections. Number two, quit smoking. Weakened lunged is a COVID-19 risk factor. Number three, cut back on alcohol. While, we currently, while currently there's no link to COVID-19, abuse of alcohol can cause lung damage, which again is a risk factor. Number four, get more sleep. Our T cells do a better job of fighting invaders when you're well rested. Number five, stay up to date with vaccines. As of yet, there is no proven COVID vaccine or treatment, but other vaccines can help. For people over 50, the Centers for Disease Control recommends getting vaccines to prevent pneumonia, shingles, and a seasonal flu. You may want to visit your doctor to discuss building your immune system as well as current vaccines. Please stay safe and be well. Wow, thanks Mr. Edge. Okay everyone, that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed October's newsletter and don't forget our workshops are starting next week and AEP is just around the corner. Please like this video, subscribe to our channel, and share us with all your friends. And as always, have a great week.